This is The Bottom Line, a show designed to help Australian businesses succeed. On the show, you'll hear from leading Australian business owners as they share the lessons they've learned building their companies. You'll learn from their successes as well as some of the challenges they faced along the way. We also talk to experts from a range of fields who share specialised techniques you can use to improve your business. I'm your host, Savan Chuna, and I'm a director at Alexander Spencer, and I'm really passionate about helping Australian businesses succeed. Digital transformation. It's one of those terms that you hear as a business owner, but you've probably found yourself wondering, what does it really mean? And why does my business need it? As our businesses grow and mature, you'll be presented with big, bold challenges, opportunities to truly take your business to the next level. And we all know digital transformation is one of those opportunities. But when you've looked into it, you've probably felt overwhelmed by the jargon, the options and the costs. So how do you cut through the confusion? Well, in today's episode, we'll do just that because we're speaking with Liz Ward, founder and CEO of Navi, a digital marketing education business that helps small business owners with their digital transformation journeys. Today, Liz shares how she got into the world of digital business. You'll learn the fundamentals of digitizing your business, how to choose the right tech stack, and Liz will also share some of the top tools that all businesses should be learning. Let's get into the conversation. Liz, thank you so much for joining me on The Bottom Line today. For those that don't know who you are, can you tell us a little about yourself? Hi, Savannah. I'm very happy to be here. My name is Liz Ward and I am the co-founder and my role is CEO within the business of a business called Navi Digital. And two female creators of the business. We also have a second platform and so you're offering in the tourism sector, which we started first. But Navi Digital is all about small to medium-sized businesses and empowering them in the digital space. So really predominantly around marketing and mark tech and using technology to be more productive and save time in their businesses in the digital age. And it's all about empowering a business to grow, be more sustainable. So I hope that probably gives you the why and the what. And if you'll indulge me just a little bit on the how, very practical training and support. So every online workshop we run or face-to-face coaching or workshop, we're using our digital academy online. Throughout that experience, there is always a practical takeout, a tool you can use, support, people you can ask questions of, hands-on coaching. So it's that real, and this is what we advocate to our clients in for what consumers want now is that high tech with high touch. We'll dive a little bit deeper into Navi, but I wanted to get to know you a little bit more. So tell us about your background. So were you a marketer when you were sort of starting out? So how did the journey into Navi come about? And tell us a little bit about your personal um, business journey to sure. into Navi. Sure. Well, if we wind the clock way back, I was a bit of a nerd. <laughs> um, so free the interweb. I was playing in the space of helping organizations with the setup of IT as it was at the time in 
late 80s, early 90s, that kind of thing. Like people were like, you're far too young to even know what this means, but establishing a ring network and setting up printers and all this kind of, uh, using this goddamn thing called email, you know. So I was a bit of a nerd and I really did enjoy it. And I had admin, a little bit of financial kind of expertise, um, management, those sorts of things, and project management. And I was working at Tourism Queensland, it was called at the time, now Tourism and Events Queensland, And I was asked to manage this new project of setting up their first website. I went, what's a website? (laughs) Um, So that was a very fortunate experience for me in my career at the time. So I project managed the first ever Queensland tourism destination website, which was amazing. And they also had a wholesale and retail businesses as well because that's what the industry needed at the time in tourism. And we built um, basically e-commerce sites at the time, though they weren't called that. So it was very pioneering. And then I had the fortunate opportunity, and I always say to people when they're developing their careers, just grab every opportunity. You always learn something, even if it nearly kills you, (laughs) is to start up something called the Australian Tourism Data Warehouse, which is a fantastic asset in the tourism industry. It's a platform of consistent high quality content about well over 40,000 different types of tourism businesses and events and destinations, accommodation tour operators that gets distributed through APIs onto really good quality tourism sites. So I then went on to be its CEO for 10 years. That was an amazing experience in terms of seeing the evolution of small to medium-sized businesses. 95% of the tourism industry is made up of SMEs to see their digital transformation over that decade. So that was an amazing journey. And I got very, very interested in the education component because I thought, how can we say to small businesses that they need to be setting up this thing called Facebook or putting in place this online selling system without them understanding the why and how to optimize it and how to put the things together into a marketing plan. And so that's where I really felt the need to do something myself about that. And I teamed up with my amazing business partner, a woman called Fabian Wintle, who's an incredible digital head. Like she's a genius when it comes to finding solutions using technology. And she had had her own business doing some education as well as a web agency. And so we had very complementary skills. I was more on that strategy, relationship building side. She was more on the tech and finding those solutions, delivering education. So we came together to create our first, well, our company is called Digital Coaching International and our first platform and brand was Tourism Tribe. We always knew we could take this into other sectors other than tourism. And we said, when the time's right, we'll do that. And we got a very amazing opportunity at the beginning of COVID in 2020 with a grant from the federal government to expand into the small business arena rather than any sector, not just tourism. And that's how Navi was born. So they gave us some startup funds with a whole lot of strings attached, but we grabbed that with both hands, that opportunity and started Navi so that everything we offer in the tourism sector now is offered, but without the tourism nuances for other sectors. So they can also enjoy that. 
it's great that you've been able to pivot into Navi and provide it to the SMEs because you open up that door. But let's go deep into it. So obviously Navi is education, coaching, digital. But what are some common misconceptions small business owners have around digitization and digital marketing? I would say that they make an assumption. And so misconception equals fear or challenge in a lot of cases where they believe that it's just going to take too much time to even start. Like, what's the point in tackling this? I don't have the time. And that can be very true. But the response to that is that you will at some point be left behind. You won't be able to keep up. You'll fall so far behind compared to your competitors that eventually your customers won't be able to find you or won't engage with you, or your costs will become so high compared to your competitors because you're not leveraging technology. It's not necessarily a misconception. It's just they don't know enough about what the opportunities are and how to prioritize them for their business, because what's right for the other business may not be right for their business. By way of example, one could be very much a local business where they're trying to attract foot traffic into their place of business or their retail store or professional services, for example. They're really trying to get people to that. So that's really important then in terms of their local online presence in search, also organic search, online reviews. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the strategy focus there that's so important is that search aspect for them. Whereas another business might be really geared towards repeat sales. Maybe it's got a subscription model in it, online store. And that's when we really look at marketing technology and marketing automation in e-commerce. So it's understanding what is the marketing priority first and helping them then to move through there. There's still, unfortunately, a fair amount of denial around cybersecurity mm. in small businesses, which is hard to believe given what we've been through in Australia in the last 12 months yeah. with the major issues with telcos and health funds. But they're still saying, I know I must deal with that, but I'll get to it. Yeah. Or I don't trust these digital wallets, yeah. so I'm not going to do anything about it. Now, I can tell you about a consulting client of ours who's a really smart management consultant who was had to stay in a hotel for a couple of nights because the work she was doing. She had with her her little black book, which she was partway through transferring passwords and things into a safe digital wallet, or as safe as possible, and she left it with papers in the hotel and checked out. In a panic, went back. She and her husband went back. The concierge was, or the general manager was, was able to retrieve the papers, but what was gone? The little black book. Oh, no. So it has street value, right? Yeah. The time she spent recovering that situation and trying to patch things up to protect herself and her business was a lot of time and it was a lot of anxiety. And I've got so many stories about lost business as a result of hacks through Facebook, getting into Facebook business pages, losing sales because of the Facebook page being taken down, and just that lost time that people lose. So I think the cybersecurity piece for small businesses, we can't stop 
advocating that to small businesses to put the basics in place initially with secure password management initially and all of your staff and train your staff, get the knowledge into the team on being scam alert, both at a personal because that's the weakness is coming through their mm. individual and then get into their computer, get into your network. Those two things at a minimum to educate people on scam alert and not to click on anything and to secure passwords and have complex passwords, your staff should only be using secure Wi-Fi at a minimum. Yeah. Now, I want to, you talked about marketing tech and automation. I want to dive a little bit deeper into that. So Let's talk about sort of a little bit about Navi. Just want to recap Navi. Obviously, Navi is an education business, coaching business. So is your target SME client the ones that aren't going to go to a digital marketing agency and completely outsource it? And they're wanting to educate themselves either to get familiarize themselves and maybe still outsource, but to do it themselves. Is that sort of what Navi does? Absolutely. Awesome. The common thread, everybody who becomes a Digital Academy member with Navi. They have a shared value with us and our team and coaches that they see a growth part. You know, they can imagine growing and making their business sustainable. That's the number one thing. They have a positive Mm. mindset and they're committed to that vision. And then it's exactly what you said, Savan. They either, I want to skill myself in this because I'm going to tackle some of these things myself or or I might get my marketing coordinator as well to be involved in this and get these skills up, get their knowledge up, let's get the skill up and then let's activate ourselves. Or it could even be a hybrid, I'm outsourcing some of this, but I need to understand this. I need to understand the strategy behind it and how to measure return on investment. And particularly the experts that are delivering these services to me, how do I take them to task? How do I speak their language? How do I measure their performance? Let's dive into it now. So marketing, tech, and automation. So tell us about some of the marketing tools that you use and you coach that you think that small business should just have on their little bucket list. Can you just talk us through some of those tools that you highly recommend that all businesses should be dedicating some time either to subscribing and learning them and applying it to their marketing strategies? I'm going to start with the 2023 trends and then I'm going to pull us back to the fundamentals. So 2023 trends that we think are really the most important for small businesses to start to understand and weave into their businesses. The first one is artificial intelligence and using ChatGPT because it is an excellent introductory experience to AI And immediately for small businesses, there are so many practical opportunities to improve their marketing and also save time in tasks they are doing. And it's easy to use. However, you do need some understanding of how to put good stuff into it to get good stuff out of it and know what questions to ask. But the capabilities are enormous. This is just the tip of the iceberg in terms of what we're going to see with AI over the next few decades. But already, like we're using it in our business already. So already the team in a coaching session, for example, where they might be working on a marketing plan with a client, 
rather than what used to take 20 minutes to craft a really nice, unique selling proposition that sat on their homepage or their website and got short formed for their Instagram bio, et cetera. They're whacking the dot points into chat GPT. And here is this word perfect, really motivational two sentences coming out of it. It's done for you. It's like, will be 90%. They'll be happy with exactly as it comes out. That's one tiny example. Take it right through to accountants who love a great Excel formula or function. Yeah, It's all there. Just say what you want to do into chat GPT and it's done for you. And copywriting. The other one is email marketing automation for small businesses. Whereas now what the opportunity is to really nurture, develop loyalty, bring those database subscribers or past customers who are in your database through email marketing sequences that really offer value and take them on a journey. Now, I can already hear people sitting on the end of this podcast going, oh, but I hate getting those emails in my inbox. So just ignore most of them, but you don't ignore all of them. And good email marketing will get an open rate in, say, retail off the top of my head, about 11%, which is pretty good. Like if you think that it's pretty much cost you nothing to generate that automated email as part of a sequence and you get an 11% open rate on it and then maybe a 5% click through and it happened without you having to do anything, that's pretty good, isn't it? And it keeps them feeling loyal because we're doing that. So that marketing automation for nurturing existing customers and for nurturing leads through a value ladder, we are not a reseller of any of these tools. One of our promises is to remain agnostic and not to take a clip of any of the tools that we train on because it would just be too conflicted. But we use, currently we use Active Campaign as our email marketing system and CRM. We also, for businesses who are starting out, we recommend MailerLite and we help them set that up and train on that. If they want to put just a really, let's just take that first step into email marketing, put a really nice, valuable piece of content as a lead magnet onto their website. So rather than just a subscribe here and we'll send you email marketing. No, let's have a downloadable, the best guide to preparing for your setting up your new business, whatever, you know, and then they download that. They get an email with the download in it. Then you can set up some simple email marketing sequences. So something like MailerLite is a very cost-effective first time tool to start to do that as a small business. And then to create that piece of content, we would use Canva using one of their templates. So these are all super cheap tools. And for the text messaging, we're using Twilio, T-W-I-L-I-O. These are our tools of choice at the moment. And as we grow or outgrow, we look at the next kind of level up. But you choose carefully with growth in your vision, but it's about being able to move from one to the other. So making sure that that capability is there. And to be honest with you, products on the market now, if you can't easily transfer from one to the other, they won't exist on the market. 
Yeah, being um, able to move the database if you've outgrown one to another, we've had to do a couple of hours and, and they've been easy to do, but you need to be able to move and you, you're 100% right there. I'm interested in the text messaging and email. Are there ones that incorporate both where your email, you mentioned the story there, email goes out, then the text. Did you have to use two different software to do that or were you able to do that in one? Well, it's integrated. Hmm. It's pulling, you know, all the data's coming out of Active Campaign, but the team choose to pass it through Twilio. And I can't tell you exactly why yeah. that is, why they've made that choice. Most CRMs have a texting capability, but they still need, you know, like the telco piece attached to it. Mm. So it's going to need a virtual phone number and it needs something to pass it on out to the world. They've all got some kind of, we can create an SMS campaign within the email marketing system, but then you need something to shoot it out. And everything is integrated into WooCommerce and our website stack. This is the language that we're using now in marketing when we're talking about technology marketing is what's your stack? So Mm. what is your stack of digital tools starting with the baseline of your website stack and what are all the things that plug into it? And this comes back to that theory we've been hearing for years that your website is like the heart, it's the hub of your marketing assets. You own the relationships that come through your website. So integrating that customer database with your website is essential. Now, we also use, you may have heard of a tool called Zapier, which is that connection. So where something doesn't seamlessly talk one product to the other, it doesn't matter. Providing you can create a Zap that pulls that little piece of data, whether it's a sale or whatever it is, and passes it through to wherever it's got to go, whether it's your invoicing system into zero or whether it's a, you know, it depends what stack you're using. But usually Zapier will, Z-A-P-I-E-R, will create that host connector. Yeah. yeah, if you think of that analogy as a hose connector, and this is what my business partner, Fabian, and a couple of our coaches are, are really good at, is looking at the problem you're trying to solve in your business and saying, well, where does the data need to be passed? What's the workflow that needs to be optimized? Because that's, we've got to think as small businesses now a lot, and this is back to your misconception question. question is mostly we thought digital. When we said digital, everyone thought about websites and social media and online shops. Now people are starting to realise that digital is pervasive across all areas of their business and they need to be thinking digital as a default for everything that they're doing, and particularly in that operational and sales area is where where can I save time and ultimately save money in these areas to make it smoother? You've named some awesome software there. We we started using that terminology, the tech stack. We, as a firm, a little story to sort of tell the listeners is our practice management system is probably one of the best in the market, but it's not very conducive or very good at being able to integrate other products into it. It's not cloud-based, it's desktop product, it's very good, but they haven't really gone to that modern world of being cloud and being integrated with open API. So we've finally made the decision to move on to a product that's going to allow us to plug in their tech stack. We've got automation EDM, we've got 
Canva. We've got all these other tools that we're using at the moment, but it's a little bit clunky because of the fact that our CRM system or practice management system where our client names are and all of that, it's all in one not online, it's on a desktop product, making it really difficult to create that automation. So to all those businesses that find that these things are difficult to do, probably need to do some coaching, probably need to have a have a play on the Navi website and see where they need to upskill themselves. Because if it's hard, I believe there's something there that's not being done right or education that needs to be sought and because it shouldn't be difficult in this modern world that we live in, in the way that we market to customers. No, the output should be seamless for the customer and it should be, once it's implemented, it should make life easier within the business. If it's not, then you haven't got it right. And when it comes to Navi and how we can help, we find one of the best things is to get somebody into one of our digital academy memberships because they're with us then for a duration, whether that's a four-month journey or a 12-month journey or repeating because we can be there providing support along the way. So one-offs are great and they can certainly be part of it with coaching, a digital engagement health check to do an assessment of where you're at. Although that those individual services are good, but having uh, being able to come along to group coaching sessions on a fortnightly basis or getting a monthly check-in from one of our coaches, those sorts of things are really beneficial or just being able to email our help desk and go, I'm really stuck with this, what do I do? So we offer all sorts of levels on that. I just want to circle back, you know, we talked about the trends. We talked about AI slash chat GPT for yes. small business, marketing automation. The third one is video. So short form video, we've been saying for years that all businesses need to be using video within their communications, their marketing, their after sales service, et cetera. And what we've seen over the last year is tremendous uptake of short form video being driven by TikTok and Instagram reels. The time is now that all businesses need to get their video marketing knowledge up and their editing skills and how to optimize the video and how to reuse it across platforms, all those sorts of things. So that's going to be part of our three-part fast track series. But I want to hark back to just the fundamentals. So they're three trending technologies, but really to take optimum advantage of them any small business needs to have the fundamentals in place for their online presence so their customers can engage with them and find them no matter how they get there. Because a lot of what we talked about is either lead generation or lead nurturing or building loyalty. So to get them there in the first place. So when we train on fundamentals, which is our essentials courses in the digital academy, we take people through sort of running a smart business in the digital age. So touching on these concepts, but really down to the fundamentals to have in place. And then looking at online reputation, then your website. So having the best possible website you can, the basics of search. So understanding search engine optimization and then social media. So putting the basics in place. So all of our courses are structured with what is this? So what's the fundamentals of this course? What's the strategy? What are the practical tactics? So that's that, you know, follow along with us. And then here's your checklist of what to do. And those essentials really interleave with our digital engagement health check, where we have this really comprehensive assessment 
using our system, but conducted by one of our assessors over those marketing assets I've just spoken about, like website and search and online reviews and social media, so that the business owner has a stock take of where they are now and all of the tips that they can do to improve. But I just think mentioning those fundamentals, which is the iceberg, the bit under the water, that's really important before they start getting really focused on something like video marketing and same with the lead funnel and the Mm. marketing sequences. Because if the website isn't the best it can be and optimized and ready to take the user through a powerful journey that impresses them from the get-go and moves them through the places you want to move them through, then you're kind of wasting your time. So that's what I wanted to just reflect on. No, that's awesome. So for those that want to jump on, it's www.navii.com.au. I encourage all our listeners to go on your website and have a play. Liz, we could talk about this all day long. I want to get you back because there's so many things I want to take a deeper dive into. We touched on EDM. There's a little bit of AI stuff today, but we need to get you back to really dive deeper into some of these tools that you educate the SME market on. But I just wanted to say thank you so much for sharing your expertise. I loved the chat and I know that Straight after this, I've got to get a blank piece of paper out and take some notes and start to put together things that we as a firm need to start doing. So just want to say thank you for your time and joining me on the bottom line today. My pleasure, Saban. We love sharing knowledge. That's what we love doing. So it's a great opportunity to do that to your audience. Thank you. This is The Bottom Line, a show designed to help Australian businesses succeed. This podcast was produced by accountancy firm Alexander Spencer. At Alexander Spencer, we've been helping business owners realise their goals since 1952. And we play a pivotal role in developing, implementing and supervising the business goals and strategies of our clients. To find out how we can help your business succeed, head to our website, alexanderspencer.com.au. To make sure you don't miss an episode of The Bottom Line, Be sure to subscribe to or follow the show in your podcast app. And while you're there, leave us a five-star review. It really helps others find the show. I'm Savan Tuna, and we'll be back next episode with more tips to help you transform your business. And that's The Bottom Line.